So what's going on, y'all? So let's just jump right into this. And I just want to kind of inform a few people that's probably listening to this station, man. Like, you know, I don't come on here like uh, every day, man. I just probably come on here like every maybe two weeks or every week or so just throwing them out sparingly. Like, I don't come on here like on a daily thing, man. I kind of just want to take my time with this, you know, trying to help some people out through my experiences that I had like in this trucking industry. So, you know, because I do have another... Uh, channel that i do but i'm not talking about trucking i'm talking about other things on that channel so when i come over here this is strictly for trucking i just kind of just throw stuff out through my experience trying to help people out so with that being said let's just pick up from where we left off so the last time we talked i was telling y'all that i had uh went over to us express man because i was just tired of crst because after andre had hit that pole down in oklahoma i said that was it man i'm not going to do it anymore because I'm risking my life with somebody that don't even really have more experience than I do. And the thing about it is, like I told y'all, when I met Andre, man, you know, he had just came from coming out with a trainer. And so, you know, like all the things that we talked about, like when we were sitting there and I told him, I said, well, you know what, man, I'll help do the routing. And, and if you need help back in this and that, and he just never like asked for any help. He tried to do things on his own and just made shit worse. Every time, like I said, I'm waking up, we're 200 miles out of route. Or I'm waking up and the truck is pulled over because he don't know how to get to the uh, facility where we're supposed to go. Or, you know, just kind of weirdo stuff, man. That's why I say, man, you, you should probably pick somebody that to go out with teaming that you know personally. Like, like you guys came to the school together. Like maybe your wife or maybe your girlfriend. Y'all want to go... You go out with your girlfriend, she get a CDL. Y'all want to bang in different states, you know, go pull over and do all that old shit. But to go out with somebody that you're just trying to meet in a lounge area for two hours, that's just not going to work, man. Because you, you guys agree and say all this other shit, but then as soon as you get on the truck, you don't know if this motherfucker going to wipe his ass properly, if he's going to brush his teeth, all the rest of this other shit. And then if he smoke, it's a problem. I'll never do it again. And I try to team uh, again later on like after crst i tried to team again probably like what was that like maybe another 12 years later i tried to do that shit again and it didn't work out with another company so that's why i said i'll never ever try to do that shit again man teaming to me is only for people that know each other not trying to meet somebody and go out with somebody that you never met that shit is not going to work you see too many people switching co-drivers every time they come back from a certain company when they do that team shit so what i did was man like i said since Frito-Lay and Coca-Cola and them didn't want to hire me because, you know, they was all telling me the same thing. Well, they was like, well, yeah, you got a, over a year experience in driving a truck, but you don't have local experience because over here we got like 14, 15 stops per day. And we're going all downtown and doing all these turns and backing and you don't have that experience. You just got long miles experience. You got over the road experience. So, you know, with that being said, I just went on with U.S. Express and I even tried to go over to Budweiser and they even laughed in my face and you know, because they was looking for somebody with 10 years experience because that was like a union job. So the thing about it is, is that I got on with U.S. Express, man. They was more or less like regional. They just only had me on the I-5 corridor. So I would just probably go up probably to Oregon or something like that, come back down. They had me go up to uh, Salt Lake City a bunch of times. That was probably like my main hub, going up to Salt Lake City, coming back, going over to Reno uh, a lot of times. Um situations like that it was nothing like crst where we was all on the east coast like all in boston and maine and you know we even even went to uh, canada over there with crst but it was nothing like that man 
you know this is basically like I said up and down the I-5 corridor now just like um, CRST uh, US Express was governed just like they was they was like I think 65 like close to 70 probably 65 68 on the um, cruise control so when I got hired over there man they had like three trucks sitting out there and what i should have told y'all was like when you're looking for the do's and don'ts when you're trying to find a company that got like a good csa score and pre-pass all that like if you see trucks man and they give you the keys to a truck and you go out there and it's got like all this shit piss bottles all in the truck and trash burger king bags and just cigarette ashes all in there man that kind of tells you about the company because the other driver is letting the new driver that comes over there know that this is a bullshit company because that's why they didn't properly clean the truck out they left their man and then for the company to not even step forth and even clean the truck out that tells you a lot about them because it's just an open door policy to them they don't even want to spend the money to even get the truck properly cleaned out they're letting the drivers do it and, that, and that's a telltale sign. When you see shit like that, man, that's another sign to look for. So now, they had three trucks out there. I picked the, the cleanest truck that was out there, and I told the mechanic before he even assigned me the truck, because I guess he wanted to give it a PM, I said, let me go out with it on the road, and let me see how the clutch and stuff feels. So as I got out there on the 10 West, I started driving, I started doing 55. Then I started putting another gear, I started doing 60, then 65, then 70 then 75 I was like wait a minute 75 then I got all the way up to 80 85 that truck was wide open come to find out that was a lease purchase truck that I had and what happened was it got mixed up with the company trucks and see that's another issue that that was going on with US Express like somebody from the lease purchase like must have left off from there because it wasn't going down so you see what I'm saying you got dirty trucks and then you got lease purchase trucks they all mashed in together they don't know what they're doing down there um, luckily for me, it was good for me because as soon as I brought the truck back from coming off the highway, I immediately went to the mechanic and told him to assign me to that truck. And I immediately got in there and started cleaning that shit out. So now I had one of the fastest trucks out of everybody that was like a uh, company driver. And what I did was if I saw like another U.S. Express truck and I saw them up and down the highway plenty of time, I would go by them slow. I wouldn't blow by them because if I blew by them, they would try to get the trailer number and call safety and say, well, yeah, this guy's truck is faster than mine, like whining like a bitch about it. So that's why when I went by them, I matched their speed and I just slowly but surely just creeped by them and just made it seem like my truck was like maybe, you know, four or five miles faster than yours. No big deal. But I would never blow by them because that would be a telltale sign. Now, like I told you, I was only with this company for probably no more than about I want to say, I can stretch it and say about six months, like maybe five and a half months, but we'll just say six because it wouldn't that far off maybe a week or two from being six. So the thing about it is what wound up happening, I say, once again, self-control, man, is like they had gave me a run that was going up to uh, Salt Lake City. This was uh, on a Saturday night. The load didn't deliver there till Monday. So I left out of there, out of the yard, probably around about Saturday night, around about 10 or 11 o'clock you know at night and so as i'm getting on the highway climbing up the 15 over there like when you're you know passing the ta right there you guys know it if you've been down to la when you coming off the uh, 15 right there you got the uh, ta right there there's now petrol and ta now because uh for a while east and west side used to be all ta but now it's the petrol and now the ta well i was going up that hill you know getting ready to go up to uh, salt lake city all of a sudden man like there was like 
I guess like a couple of trucks in front of me like maybe like three trucks in front of me and they were like arguing once again here we go with this road rage shit with these Rambo truck drivers out here man they got these big old radios and you know talking all this shit on the CB and like I said I ran into a lot of them man like you go to these truck stops y'all know exactly what I'm talking about and these motherfuckers would be sitting there getting racist with everybody, talking all this shit, hiding behind the curtain. But then when they go into the bathroom and get out their truck, they'd be a little scrawny motherfucker that wouldn't have the audacity to tell you this shit to your face. They're hiding like a coward. So these motherfuckers is arguing in the trucks about the president and this and that. And so I jump on my CB because I didn't want to hear this shit. And I told the one truck driver, I said, man, just shut the fuck up and get down the road. Nobody wants to hear that shit, you know, late at night like this. So, I don't think he knew where it was coming from at first, because like I said, all together it would have made like four of us, like, because three trucks was in front of me, and I was like probably the last one in the lane. So, all of a sudden, they kept bickering, this and that, and then I must have jumped in and said some other shit. So, then I, all of a sudden, I noticed like one of the trucks had our trailers, and when I looked up in front of the truck, it was hooked up to uh, another truck because this was an owner-operator. See, what U.S. Express was doing was they hired owner-operators, they had lease program, and then they had company drivers there. And so this guy was just pulling the truck for U.S. Express. So his contract and his rules is different than me as a company driver. You see what I'm saying? Like when you lease out your truck to these companies, you have a, a certain contract with them, like with Swift or J.B. Hunter, whoever you go with, a Snyder, your contract is going to be different than a, a, a company driver and plus you're going to have more leeway because that's your truck so after i said that to him i noticed like he kind of slowed down his truck and he slowed down and i noticed like that was coming from that that u.s express truck uh trailer the, the, the guy that was driving like he worked for the same company i did and he looked over and he must have called me the n-word and then he sped his truck back up and then he jumped in front of my truck and then he started slamming on his brakes trying to brake check me. Like, you know, and I hate when motherfuckers do that because they do that to us all the time in these cars out here. If they don't like something, the way that you turned or something like that, man, they'll try to jump in front of your fucking truck and start uh, slamming on their brakes, um, daring you to hit the back of them. And little do they know, man, that's illegal. You can't do that because if you run into the back of them and you got that shit caught on, um, your fucking um, camera they can get in trouble for that man they can get sued and go to jail for that but they don't be knowing shit like that because they're not going to do it to you if you're in your car but they'll do it to you if you're in the truck that's what makes them a coward because nobody would ever do that shit to me when i'm in my car matter of fact i've chased a few motherfuckers in my car you know when i get off the truck you just be kind of aggravated because you say well now do that to me i'm not in the truck now and see they don't want to hear that shit now they want to run and call 911 and all this shit so the thing about it is he was trying to brake check me stepping in front of his brakes and little did he know that my truck was just as fast as he did so what i did was man i must have like made a uh, sharp turn and went around his truck and now i'm speeding up and now we're side by side we're doing like 65 70 75 and then all of a sudden i could see the look on his face like oh shit like he didn't know that that truck was just as fast as his so then he started to slow down once we started getting to the 80 mile uh, range because you know in California, if you do anything that's like 15 miles over, that's considered a felony. So the police has an option to take your ass to jail. They could suspend your license. You know, you pay 2,000 fines, all the rest of this. So once I got up to about 80, 
almost like jumped in front of his truck and I started to do the same thing to him. I didn't let him go around me though. He was trying to jump in opposite lanes and go around me. He jumped in the right, I jumped in the right. He jumped in the left, I jumped in the left. And I had my hazards on. So now we're building up all this traffic because everybody's watching this road rage between me and this motherfucker go back and forth. So then all of a sudden he starts slowing down and started pulling over to the side of the shoulder. So then I started pulling over, over to the side of the shoulder. Then all of a sudden he still is talking shit on the CB. So then I just sat in front of him like, I don't care how long we sit here, you're not getting in front of me. That's what I told him on the CV. I said, man, you're not getting in front of me. So then all of a sudden, I guess he jumps out of his truck and he starts to like walk real fast up to the side of my truck. And so then this motherfucker looked like Fred fucking Flintstone, man, about 5'5". Five, five. So I'm like about six feet. So as he gets up to my truck, I open my door and all of a sudden I see the look on his face as I jump down. He's like, oh shit. Then all of a sudden... I said, okay, so I said, now I start talking and shit. And then as I'm walking up on him fast, like I'm going to punch him in the face, he starts running backwards, telling whoever that was, either that was his wife or girlfriend, talking about get it out the truck, get it out the truck. I guess he was telling her to go get his gun or something. So the stupid ass, as he was running backwards, must have like stumbled over this big rock and fell down. And so then I must have like not jumped on top of him, but like got up beside him, beside his face. I must have rose my right hand up like a like an eagle and shit and i must have rose it down like a 747 about to crash and i must have like slapped him on the side of his pancake face it was so loud like an m80 firecracker going off and then all of a sudden after i slapped him i must have balled up my fist like i was getting ready to hit him again and then he like tried to kick me like in the legs and so then i just backed up and then he got up and then I said, we was like arguing and cussing each other out. And so then he must have just went over to his truck and said, you're done, this and that. I said, fuck you, man. I don't give a fuck. I said, you shouldn't have been talking all that shit trying to get me to hit the back of your truck. And so then he jumps in his truck. He sits there for like, I guess, about three or four minutes. Then all of a sudden, I just like pulled the fuck off. And I just like got on down the road. And I must have got off at the next exit. And then I saw him like speeding down the road. And he was calling me the n-word and cussing me out as he's going down the road all of a sudden man before i even hit that scale up there i got a call from safety and they told me to uh, bring the truck back to the yard and so then i'm like oh shit and i'm thinking like they're getting ready to call me back to the yard to ask me what's happening what's going on so as i get back to the yard i get back to the yard and i'm sitting there and i call my dispatch and i said well you know i'm back here at the yard what do you want me to do and he told me like Basically, you know, just sit there. Don't go nowhere. Uh, you got to talk to. Uh, we can't let you. We can't release you out until you talk to safety on Monday. So we're basically taking you off this load. And so, like, I'm sitting there mad and all the rest of this shit. He gets to take off with his load, but I have to sit back here. So the thing about it is, when Monday come around, I go into the office. And so then I'm sitting there talking to her. And she asked me what happened. I guess she already heard his side of the story. And then I told her what happened and everything pretty much matched up to what I was saying but she told me that where I messed up at is that when I got out of my truck and I said well what do you mean when I got out of my truck I said he got out of his truck and he like ran up on the side uh, of my truck like he was getting ready to uh like reach in because when I did see him like coming up on the side of the truck I saw his hands like reaching up like he was going to try to open my door and so I said, what, what was I supposed to do? And she tried to tell me, well, you should have stayed there and locked the door and called the police. And I'm saying to myself, that shit don't make no sense, man. 
And so then, as she told me that I should have just, you know, just locked the door and called the police, then she told me that she was terminating me. And I said, you terminate me? I said, well, what's going to happen to him? And she said, well, you know, we can't disclose what's going to happen to him. She said, he's an owner-operator. And like I was telling y'all before, they have a different contract than we do than a company driver. So when, with that all being said, man, like I said, I had only been with the company barely like six months, man, like five and a half months, six months. And so that's why I be trying to tell y'all like self-control because that right there got me terminated. Now, this is the second termination. We had the first one with H&R and now we got this one with, uh, with U.S. Express. Uh, CRST, I just quit and left. So now I'm saying to myself, man, I can't keep having this shit because this is making me look bad as a driver. So I don't know how that's going to look if they even try to put it on my DAC, this or that, they're going to put fighting. I don't know how that shit was going to read. But, you know, when y'all out there, man, just have a little bit more self-control like that. Like if, they, if some shit like that ever happens, just do like what she said, man. Just go ahead and lock the door and let the motherfucker talk all that shit. Now, if he opens up your door or breaks the window, then you could defend yourself. But like she tried to make it seem like I put myself in position when I jumped out and confronted him. Now, if he would have came up to me at the truck stop and I would have already been out the truck stop at the fuel island inside the, uh, you know, getting some fuel or, or inside the, you know, the truck stop, then it would have been a different story. But she tried to make it seem like by me coming up to him, that started the confrontation. So, like I said, you know, you just got to have a little bit more self-control because you are going to have like these racist assholes out here, y'all. And it doesn't matter if you're black, white or whatever. They're just going to be out here. So... That's the situation that happened with me, U.S. Express, man. Like I said, I had a very fast truck. I was getting some runs in, everything. But that's what fucked everything up was that bullshit. That one night. That one night fucked my whole shit up. So that's what happened. And let me tell y'all what happened next after that. So we'll do that on the next segment. <laughs>